A scrub is a guy who thinks to fly, but is also known as a buster. Always talking about what he wants to sits on his broke ass. So, no, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to give you mine. No, I don't want to that Bastille. Um, I'm sure. Remember that? The Bastille? Yeah. Whenever a man covers a song written by a woman, it's like, what did you think you contributed? Because I didn't gain anything from the experience. I didn't gain anything. But when a woman. Callum Hood? Is that that bitch's name? Callum Scott. Callum Callum Hood's from Five Seconds of Summer, I want to say. Fuck you. Joe, I the thing is about Callum Scott's version, and like it makes me tear well, up. Well, the original version of Dancing Somebody on My Own. Somebody shit, you got The original thing. version of is that Dancing on My Own? Yeah, is is heart wrenching. We shouldn't need a man to slow it down and make it acoustic to feel the emotion in it. But like he inspired other men like me to try out for American Idol. And look at version. the terrorism that he is committing. Yeah, he, he worldwide. He created some terrorism for sure with that one because I didn't have to show up to that to that you audition. Sang that? Joe, I sang that. I sang that, and I was like, in like a Vineyard Vine shirt. Yeah, and it, no, well, no, I actually went crazy with that one. I snapped back, backwards. You were like, I'm a bro. Yeah, I was like, I'm a bro, and then I'm like, I'll keep dancing on my own. Yeah, and then I and you've look. been dancing on your own ever since. I've been just dancing. Good children. Um, I need everybody to recognize that we are both we're in need of a deep breath meditation. I'm feeling completely fine. I don't know. I don't know what you're you literally about. looked at me before the episode saying I'm shaking. I was shaking. I was screaming, shaking, angry, pissed, mad. Not at you, obviously. No, of course, of course. There's just some things going on. There's some things going on, but you know what? But I'm the so, show but must the, go the, on. And actually, it makes me so grateful to have this podcast because for 45 minutes to an hour and a half, two times a week, I get to pretend like nothing's happening and just sit here and talk shit with the gayest person I know. It is kind of... Thank Joe. Thank you for finally saying that. I said it last week, and you yeah. argued it. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I've learned a lot. You've because learned Because we're entering, soon we'll do our Thanksgiving episode, but we're entering the Thanksgiving season. No, this is the week after Thanksgiving. Okay. So after Thanksgiving, I'm recognizing acceptance. I've learned to accept the things that you say that are true. Thank because you. a lot of the things... That some people say might not be true, but, but when I, I can never, read I through it, lie. you don't lie. And it's I may brutal tell the sometimes. truth. No, I tell a brutal truth, but I never tell a lie. Yes. And that sucks. I, it really does. How do you guys like the lighting this week? We kind of stepped it I think up. it's kind of like, yeah, like our pussies are snatched yeah. finally. My bus is... is through the roof. Hey guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Good Children, the podcast where hosts Joe Hedges and Andrew Muscarella reflect on our 22 years of friendship. Growing up in the late 2000s, early 2010s. And all of the nostalgia. Trauma. And TLC TV shows that go along with it. I, you know what? We're not just talking TLC. We're talking, we're running the gamut. We're talking tender, loving care. We're, exactly. Because that's the thing. It's all about that TLC. C. We're talking no scrubs. We're, we're talking, talking TLC, the show. I want to bring it back to A&E. I want to bring it back to Bravo. I want to bring it back to everything Bravo. that made me who I am today. Do you think that Andy Cohen had a heavy hand in you? <laughs> well, he definitely had a heavy hand in me, but his hands 
I have to actually be put that? behind what, bars. Were you, what, what did that mean? Because you were going to, I was going to say, a are heavy you sipping hand, and sucking your yerba mate? I'm kind of buzzing from the, um, the, the co- coffee the I've coffee. had yeah, I kind of recently, but I definitely will be sipping soon. Andy Cohen definitely had an impact on my life. Um, I wouldn't say it was negative. I think would you I'm say it was positive? Fortunately, seeing Andy Cohen, I said to myself, I can do that too. So representation is so so important. important. Yeah. But like a heavy hand in me, not yet. So what are we talking about today? We just you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like the reason this is our theme for the week is because like we just want to talk about like dance bombs. Yeah. And we've talked about it before, but I feel like it's like time to really dive in deep. I just remember like the impact that Matt Maddie Ziegler specifically oh, had sure. on a person like you is borderline unforgivable. It's unforgivable because I'm an extremely malleable person. So when Maddie's on the screen, I'm looking at Maddie and saying that should be me. Exactly. I did the same thing with Andy Cohen. I did the same thing with Maddie Ziegler. I'm looking at Maddie Ziegler, who at the time is probably about seven years younger <laughs> than I, and saying, why is that not, not me? me? Why is that not me? Why is that not me? <laughs> yeah. I want to be on that stage. And if anything, if I can learn anything from Maddie, it's that face. Mm-hmm. She was always giving face. She was giving terror. She was always a little bit emotionally distressed. But how could you not be with Abby Lee? No. I, mean, I had a dream the other night. About Abby Lee Miller? Even better. And I, I almost don't want to say it publicly because I genuinely think that this could make me a billion dollars. But I had a dream, Andrew, that I was producing and directing Stop. the Broadway musical Dance Moms. Shut up. I have chills saying it out loud. I genuinely think that if there was a musical about Dance Moms, it would stay on Broadway for 25 years. And I was speaking to our friend Rachel about this. Okay. And she was like, it could be like a chorus line where like it's basically everyone's auditioning. Yeah. Instead of the auditioners, it's the moms. So it's the stories of the dance moms' lives as told through their daughters' performances, which is basically what the show is. So we're we're experiencing a lot of like it's child about like Melissa actors. embezzlement, like a Melissa was embezzling <gasps> Australian money in that show for Abby. Yeah. Like and I want like Melissa's embezzlement story, but you're seeing like Maddie and Mackenzie like doing the most glorious choreographed choreo- choreography on Broadway ever. So do you think that's like it's almost like double stage? Yes. You're thinking like there's there's the well, blowouts they're, they're, happening they're on one be, side and the, they're gonna be up in that balcony. They're, they're gonna, gonna be, be up, up in that, that window, balcony. the viewing room. And all it's the shit's gonna screen. be going down there, but then they're <gasps> gonna be giving me a pirouette it's a down there. Stage, yeah. So the whole time and then like lights off. You know like lights off on yeah, top of and then, lights, then like that's how we do it. Don't you think? Don't you think and we're we're preparing for like nationals. Is the it's like it's like all right, girls. We have one week until nationals. Perk up, yeah. And right into it. Oh, Joe, I do think that's a billion dollar it's idea. Like, I don't want to dance anymore. Don't make me dance. Do it. Don't, don't make, make me, me dance, dance anymore. And it's like that's dance. like Brooke Hyland's yeah. song. She's like, I want to be a cheerleader. Mackenzie's song is like pop girl. It's kind of like, it's like. I'm just living in my sister's shadow. It just could living. be a jukebox musical yeah. because then we could take Ashley Simpson's shadow oh. and really bring it home for Mackenzie. My gosh. Living in the shadow. And then I want Chloe dream. singing like, or, or, um, what's, what's Chloe's mom's name? 
Christy. Christy. I want Christy singing Piece of Me to Abby Lee Miller. So it's an Ashley Simpson. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm talking oh, that, Britney. Oh, yeah, that Pieces of Me. Yeah. Piece of Me. Yeah. I miss is most likely to get on the TV for stripping on, on the streets, streets and getting like the groceries. No, for real. Are, Are you kidding, kidding me? me? You want a piece of me tire these, I don't even know the words. So then that means that Brooke says, oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She yes. found herself a cheerleader. Joe, I think that just you chills. are just Thank you. this generation's Lin-Manuel. I think I've can said I it be before. Like, can I be like this generation mm-hmm. Stephen Sondheim? I guess Because what has so. Lin-Manuel really done? I guess so. I guess you're right when you say that. He's done he's Hamilton. Done, like, there's Hamilton. no disrespect towards... And Moana. And no? Mo- Hamilton, Moana. Sure. And he's like, no, well, he's and in almost, his pocket now. He's always yeah. pulling shit out for them. That that from that company's over. I'm just going to say that. You think it's, it's over? It's over. I enjoy. Wow. Doesn't that say a It's lot? over for some, but it's just starting for others. I just think genuinely, I hate to bring it back to the musical, there is potential for something major. Yeah. And if, Nia, if you're listening, reach out. I think that we'll have a collaborative meeting. We'll see what we're all feeling. We don't have to get into the embezzlement. I'm sure I'm sure we couldn't even actually include the Zieglers in it. Yeah, no. I feel like it'll have to be original moms based on stories from the Dance Moms universe. Oh, yeah. I, no, none of the girls can be in the actual show itself. No, but like as in like their names. I think it'll have to be like a new name. Mia. Mia. Yes. Um, Cook. Cook. Well, think about it. Yeah, Brooke has to be like. River. River. Let's do plays on it. River. Yeah. And then Paige is. Um, Leaf. book. No, I, I think so. Bringing it away from the musical, but to Nia, I do want to talk about Nia. Nia, obviously, fan favorite for us. Fan no favorite. Like, she was the best one. She was the best one. And you know what? Like, she knew how to step aside from the limelight because she, everyone was giving it to Maddie. Everyone well, just she had didn't have a choice. It. She was she pushed out of the limelight, which is, it's just like, she was the only black girl on the team and she was had to fight for Rosa Parks. Okay. Can you imagine anyone else playing Rosa? No, obviously not. I think Abby, do you think Abby sleeps well at night? I think Abby is sleeping excellently. Or is she tossing and turning? Well, I imagine like, and here's another pitch, and here's a completely different musical. So once Dance Moms the musical <laughs> the is the musical biggest pitch hit, episode? Yes. Once that's the, well, it's Dance Moms musical hits, pitch. Once the Dance Moms musical is on Broadway for 15 years, people, people want something else, right? Yeah, for We're sure. We're going to give them. Abby's a Christmas Carol. It's the, the ghosts of Christmas, past, present, and future, visit Abby Lee on the Christmas Eve night, and 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 show her her life and say, "Are you happy with yourself?" I want the entire cast of Ev- Candy Apples Dance yes. Studio right there. Vivian is playing Christmas Past. Done. Done. <laughs> I haven't seen Vivian. Vivian since the show aired, but I'm wondering. She's I can't imagine dancing. she aged. I can't imagine she's she looks still any dancing and she looks the same. Yeah. She was always a mother. Like she was mothering at the age of four. Like she was like, I don't want to do this. I want tacos. I she never wanted this. She did there. not want it. And, and like Kathy, there's no wicked. disrespect to her talent because I do believe that she is talented. There were just was a she few, on par. Was she there on par were with a some few of the other moments girls? where she was off. She was I would just say off. she was never really on. No. But she was on screen. Yeah. 
And how that's could you be when your mother is actually like Kathy? Kathy. I just have a feeling that at least one dance mom's girl does listen to this podcast, and I'm going to say I'm sorry. I want to say I'm sorry. I, and if you want to come on the podcast, let us know. We would yeah. love to talk to you. Well, there's some who I would say no to, but I'm not going to say it on air. You shouldn't say it on air. No. But I have a feeling I know who they are. Can you like tilt your microphone to face you? Thank you. Were you a sister wife? Joe, I was sister wifing the house. Were you? Down. I was definitely at the beginning of sister wives, but I couldn't really grasp what was going on there. Like, like polygamy. Polygamy, definitely. Me it was $3 bill. Lit- I couldn't really grasp the polygamy going on there. Yeah, but because what, what was going on in sister wives was like they all lived relatively close to each other, but he would just like bop around. Oh, to they houses. didn't share a home. No, 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 no. no. They, which was I like could be a sister wife. It's kind of a beautiful community when you think about it that way. We I mean, the way that we describe it. Family. Brothers and sisters are we. Singing together in harmony about one love and one soap. One family. That just came out of me. Joe, you. I was trying to piece together the lyrics, but was they that, were just coming out of original i think that was the original song me and andrew let's let's talk really briefly about our religious experience because i think that the listeners would love to know about (laughs) if you if you could imagine two lesbians who actually in stature and in personality could be us us yep exactly like one's a nun and one is just a, a married lesbian. Yeah, but she, I don't think she was a lesbian because she was, well, I don't think she was an acting, practicing lesbian. Yeah. But she was like, she she always gave me Elvis energy. And she loved Elvis, blue, suede shoes. blue suede shoes. We would go into the basement of church, which is crazy. Like She absolutely was cosplaying Elvis, right? Joe. She wanted to be Elvis. She went, And lesbians love Elvis. Oh, my God. Me, me making that broad assumption. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you, what lesbian do you I know, know that loves Elvis? I know two lesbians that love Elvis. Like, our, our age lesbians? Yes. Well, oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, and they would just take us into the basement every so often. It was always like before a big event, like before mm. communion, before confirmation. Yeah. yeah. And was the nastiest, meanest lady in the world. Me. Mm-hmm. And I think she was honestly, the, she was giving my height at that time. She was she, she kind of reminded me, and this is, this is kind of mean, but she kind of always reminded me of Mrs. Fowl from... Jimmy Neutron, the teacher. I know exactly who you're talking. Do you know about. what I mean? She yeah. always kind of gave a Miss Fowl energy. Yeah, and then reminded me of a Keebler elf in a long skirt. Sister Rosemary, it seemed to be on the outside that she was one of the sweetest women. And was she wicked? I have a feeling she had a wicked was she soul. Deeply Irish. She was deep in Ireland. Yeah, she was Irish, right? Yeah, like she had broke. an Irish accent. I don't remember her accent because I think I just I had one as well. So yeah. it was just she wasn't really speaking much, but when she spoke, it was very soft spoken and it was, was very she... an Irish. Broke. I kind of remember her being a little bit rude. I feel like she would be like she was a little bit rude, but she meant it. She meant it sweetly. But when she was together with with. with when... when... And the power of those two got together. They got like nasty. Mean girl energy. Yes, yes. And we would sit in that basement and and 
take out her acoustic guitar and play blue suede shoes and then play like that song that we just sang. But again, she would say, don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. And then she would play blue suede shoes. What do you mean? Blue suede shoes. I think she was, I think it was a threat that it was like sad. So she was like, I'm going to sing blue Blue suede suede shoes. Do you mean Christmas shoes? Maybe she was singing Christmas shoes. Blue suede shoes is not a sad song. Is it not? Maybe it was Christmas. There were so many shoes happening when I was a kid that I couldn't even keep up. But she was singing Christmas shoes if we got sad. Did she so use she that as a weapon? threatened us with mother death? Yes, she threatened us with mother death in the basement. That's not normal. But this made me think. Go ahead. I kind of want, I know Mean Girls and Musical is coming out, but I would mean love nuns. Mean Girls being mean bitchy nuns at religious education. That sounds right up my alley. I you know that there is that movie with Aubrey Plaza where she plays a nun. And they're like, kind of like, just like they talk like normal. It's very like, oh yes, is the Crucible coded. I feel like I watched it with you. Yeah, I think so. I don't think we ever finished. I think we had to turn it off at some point. Yeah, we were like, was it a movie or a show? It was a movie. Mm, we did have to turn it off. But sister and and not to out all of this privately, but their actual names. I don't. I don't imagine that they're. I can't believe that they're still living with us. Maybe. Sissy. <laughs> Is absolutely tossing at her grave. She's with God. She's with God and um, she's happy. But they lived together. They lived together and not in a convent. They lived around the corner from us. And then they both suddenly stopped <gasps> working at the church. Right. They both stepped down at the same time. Because maybe Elvis got to. And maybe she at, put on her blue suede shoes. shoes and she said, hey, baby. You know what I mean? The squeak of that chair. <laughs> wow. I actually can't believe we went from sister wives to sister. People sister wives. Wives who are sisters. Is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. No, I was. I, I, back to sister wives. I want to take it to breaking Amish. What did that do for you, though? Oh, because I kind of like going into this episode, I really only had like three three shows I watched, but I yeah. forgot all about. Yeah, no, I have a few in this head. Because Je- Jeremiah, yes, Kate, which was the model, Katie. I you can't ask me the name, but I know exactly who you were talking. I about. it's not worth when I, when I opened up that iPad. It's over. And for the me. fact that they were like. Du- they had to be already out. Well, of that was the, Amish the tea. Community. So the show set it up. If you're not familiar with Breaking Amish, incredible show, worth the watch. I have worth. not watched it since I was in early high school. The show set it up that they had just broke Amish as a group, and then like it's like them on like on their permanent Ramen Springa, which you know me, my dream is to either marry their Amish man or be Amish myself. I know that that won't work out for me in the long term. You're not, like, far from Amish, though. I'm dating a drag queen, (laughs) and I am a content creator. But I think that I look at you and I say, Joe could look Amish whenever he wanted. Whenever I grow out that beard. Whenever you grow out that beard. Two, you kind of are always like, I want to live a simple life. All I want is a simple life. The thing is, I don't necessarily think that the Amish life is simple. I can't. I can't imagine you not battling things in your head. And it's not like fun. It's not like you. You don't have, there's no like fun is not allowed. You can't like have a good time. There's nothing fun about churning butter. No, but it's like you also like. I don't think you genuinely can be happy. Yeah. Like it's like happiness is like not a virtue. It's mm. like you have to be like stone and stoic and like serious at all times. Yeah. With that being said, these kids, these kids break Amish. The thing is, like, there's it's not revealed to you that like they have like already broken Amish years ago. Like they have children. Like mm-hmm. they like totally have gone for it. 
you watch them move from they leave i assume lancaster lancaster Then they like move to New York for a second, but then they go down to Sarasota because that's where a big amount of former Amish are, as well as Mennonites. Yes. And it was like, I think that breaking Amish was Jersey Shore for mentally ill gay children because I really resonated with breaking Amish. And I think that's because I saw myself in those broken Amish. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I You're mean? You're like, I just want to flee where I'm at and I want to break out of this life. All I've ever craved is a rum sprinkle. And you know what? You know what? They might have broke Amish, but they still have the recipe for those donuts. And I'll tell you one thing, Amish donuts, next level. The the way that going to Lancaster, Pennsylvania for me as a as a 13-year-old was That's a great. bigger deal than going on to any vacation in the world. Like I would beg my parents. Yeah, of course. Anytime summer came like late summer came around, I'd be like, "What are we guys what are we doing?" I want to go into that pitch black market. It. What are we? <laughs> what are we doing in August? Should we go maybe to Hershey and stop by Lancaster on the way? We're still dying to do that. I know. I'm craving it. I'm cra- I, We really do need to like, like man up and 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 go to Hershey Park and stop. We need to man, man up, up and go, go to, to Hershey, Hershey Park. Finally, someone said it. <laughs> Thank God. It's finally, toughen up. Grow a pair and Grow- go to Hershey. <laughs> yeah. Hershey's chocolate damn dark world. chocolate shake. shake. The triple thick shake. Oh, With, God. Yeah, that triple Any thick. listeners got season passes to Hershey? Let us know. No, don't. No, don't actually. But, like, if you do, let yeah. us know. I will need to go on a full cleanse and do a few hit workouts because those seats are... Are they're the tight. small? You can't fit, Joe. They need I to. They need to retire some of those. I can't fit in Hershey Park, and I can't fit. And I've said this before. Wherever that place was, um, it's like in Lake Placid. No, Lake Compounds. No, Lake Compounds is amazing because they give you soda. They give you soda there. You get free soda. I think I've actually discussed this on the podcast before, but Lake Compounds stopped offering free soda in 2017. Trump's America. Trump's America. Lake Compounds. It is like a amusement park upstate New York. And I remember the draw for my family to go there was that there was unlimited free soda machines. Well, of course. I mean, when you when you buy a soda cup, it's about thirty dollars. Yeah, no, unlimited. Andrew, there was there was there was machines everywhere, and I think it was freestyles in some in some spots as well. And you know, a Coke freestyle machine. What are you getting at a Coke freestyle machine? It depends. I usually go for a Dr. P. And then I get creative from there. You know, I get like, it's like a I cherry Dr. Up, P. Like a vanilla cherry. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love that. You're like peeing up the D. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Well, what's the D? The doctor. The doctor. I'm peeing. I'm peppering up the doctor. Doctor. Yeah. Speaking of doctor. Have you I'm, been? Yeah. I've been to the doctor a few times. And I'll tell you one thing. Do I still have my medication? No. Your Joe, bus? No. There was some bus in the, the yeah no I have I have some extra bus but I also need like some for my bus you know what oh, like the prep yeah and I'll tell you one thing every single time I go to that Dwayne Reed they say you gotta wait about five hours I want to pitch you a TLC show shit. right here on this shit, on this podcast shit, shit. and I might have mentioned to you before and I don't know if you were dismissive towards it but. I just feel like it's missing, and I don't know if I'm the person to play the role, but I would love to. And, okay, it's called Doc. It could be called What's Up, Doc, but it's the Day of Coordinator show. You have a Day of Coordinator 
who's helping these brides get ready for their wedding. There's stress. There's anxiety. Things are falling through the cracks. That's not a bad idea, buddy. Doc, they have coordinator. My only question, I love the idea. I hate the title. You don't like Doc? I think Doc is going to give people an impression that it's a medical show. Especially because you did start this by saying, speaking of doctors. Doctors. um, I think I would hear Doc and say, oh, it's like a botched. Okay. Okay. How can we spruce that up, though? You know what I mean? Doc, I don't... Uncoordinated. Uncoordinated. Mouthful, but... Uncoordinated. This week on Uncoordinated... And it's like, shit, you forgot the cake? My veil needs to be steamed right now. No, yeah. Like, there's, yeah, I think that would be amazing. I would amazing. watch it. I would watch it. And okay. listen, I'm happy to change. I'm, I'm not sold on uncoordinated. I like. Okay. I just am also not sold on Doc. Doc. But if we do some market research, we run a few tests, we speak to a few people, we'll see. Okay. I Okay. I really think that this is where we make it big, Joe. This is the episode for us. We're going to have about 10 franchises after this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what other shows are on that network? I or mean, any of those? Honey Boo Boo, but before that, Toddlers and Tiaras. makes me holla. She was like, I mean, she was a child, so we can't really blame her, but that was, it was just like a racist vibe, Yeah, it was vibe, racist. Right? Oh, for sure, Joe. Absolutely. And like, now that she's an adult, that like, I hear her speak and I see her do things and I'm like, Oh, the whole time this was like well. a caricature, and now that you're an adult, it really feels really crazy. It didn't age well. Yeah, but if she did anything, Alana, she made space for she, you. She made space for me. Um, I saw her again. I was. <laughs> These are yours. Mine are Jay Gatsby, Lady Bird. <laughs> yours are Alana, Alana Thompson, and I'm like, listen. I see her shut down that little runway, and she is giving it to us what's wrong with being confident what's wrong with being confident like demi lovato no alana thompson ran so demi Demi lovato Lovato could could scream scream (laughs) um you're right i feel like yeah toddlers and tiaras it's lock them up it's time i think it's time i think it's time we've had that conversation culturally where like genuinely in retrospect like watch First of all, why the hell were we watching that show as children? But second of all, why the hell are adults watching that show? It is literally porn. It is so scary. Are adults allowing their children Children to to be in competitions like that? And I'll tell you one thing. Children should be so excited and celebrating what they look like. They're giving them flippers. They're giving them flippers Flippers for their teeth. And and Red Bull. And Red Bull. Perk up. I'll never forget the girl who dressed as... um, Mitch McConnell, um, who's still working. Did you know that the Mitch McConnell did not step down after his two freezing incidents in August? You're kidding me. I Googled him yesterday, and he's still passing bills. No. He genuinely is malfunctioning. There are so many problems within the it's government crazy. that people need to, we need to He we need genuinely to is out. freezing, and he, is, he cannot speak, and he's passing bills. Um, Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman, the, the toddler who was dressed as, as Julia Roberts' character in yes. Pretty Woman who is a sex worker and she's wearing the outfit she wears in the movie. And it's like, mm-hmm. and there's one, one mom who's like, that's a little bit risky. <laughs> we're a little too far here. And there was on TikTok and all the comments were like, that mom is slut shaming that toddler. <gasps> Enough. 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 Slut shaming a toddler. <laughs> we've Just gone saying too that far. The, she, like we've gone too far. We've gone too far. Don't, Sorry. And don't put your kids in the competition because you know what? At the end of the day, it's only going to give them such severe anxiety and they're going to hate I can't Their bodies, imagine. if they, if you didn't win, 
But don't you feel like we almost grew up as yeah. if we were on a top? Joe, that was a, that was, we were dealing with that mentally. Though. We were like, dealing with the pressures of being in the southern Alabama pageant circuit. Yeah, oh, as eleven-year-old gay boys in Long Island doing nothing. Our brains, playing flag oh, football. our brains. Anytime we walked onto the flag football field, it was, it was like we were walking on stage for toddlers. Welcome to the stage, Andrew Mascarella. Andrew is eleven years old. His favorite hobbies are baking, playing with toys, and football. I do believe that there's still a space for us to have a TLC show, but I do believe that if we were our age about 15 years ago, oh, the Property Brothers wouldn't show. exist. You think we'd be the next Property Brothers? I think that they would say, no one wants to see people really like fix up houses and like whatever. You two, let's just call you brothers and let's make it a thing. And we're fixing houses? I think we could fix houses. I, I mean, I think we could fix a house. I think genuinely... I could pick 15 up years ago, they would have just given us a show for being gay and being knowing each other. I agree. I think being gay and knowing each other is sometimes enough. Yeah. I, I think we could have been interventionists. I think it's kind of very clear been intervened. I, they could have intervened. I would love a show where we, we think inter- we're the interventionists. <laughs> but, but then it actually, by the end we're of like, it, turns enough out is us. enough. We're going to draw a line. We're going to finally say something. And then they're like, yeah, actually, you guys are literally out of your minds. You live in squalor. You're talking about you have no health insurance. We're like, what do you mean? <laughs> like screaming, crying, stomping. You ran out of your apartment today because like, your landlord was mad at you. Joe, that was that was next level sad. It was scary. That was scary. I can't sad. handle confrontation. You can't. You can't. I really can't. And everyone thinks I'm this confrontational bitch. And I'm just a bitch. That's the worst part. You're just no, you're not even a bitch, but Thank like you. but like you you do put off that you would fight somebody, but if someone was to try to fight you, I don't it know depends. how you would react. Sometimes I've been, I've been in fights. You've been in fights. Have I ever told the story about when I almost got beat up? I remember, okay, this is this has nothing to do with anything. In eighth grade, I had a girl teeny bestie, Jenna. Jenna, love. And we were besties. And then there was this other boy named Joe who was also friends with Jenna. Jenna was dating this bad boy who may or may not have allegedly stabbed someone before we got into middle school. And you can say anything in middle school and you, everyone, they, everyone would believe it. He was in eighth grade. That's yeah. terrifying. Just in general, before yeah. the stabbing. So Why did Je- it feel like there was a 10-year age gap between the grades? The, the grades. No, I know. Yeah, I was like, that's... An, well, I was like, he went to prison and came back for <laughs> yeah. stabbing. That's an adult man. <laughs> um, I and Jenna had decided to cut him loose. And I was like, I support you, queen. Like, we are, we're besties. Like, don't worry. And Jenna was always, like, cooler than me. And I was like, I love that I have this, like, cool girlfriend who, like, got to start wearing makeup for her 12th birthday. I will never forget. I'm walking down the hall. Oh, it's like I'm there. I'm walking down the hall. It's the end of the school day. I'm just chitting and chatting. Xavier comes running up to me and says, is about to beat you up. Run. First of all, there's a few things there. I said, what beat do you... Beat me up and run? Beat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he's about to beat me up? What do you mean? Around the corner comes... My heart's pounding. Jo- Around the corner it comes. I shit you not. Imagine, like, he's going Did like this. Did you run? <laughs> 
He's punching his hand. He's punching his hand. Walking up to me like a fucking greaser. Like it's the, like the sharks in the socias. I am sitting there in like my little Aeropostel polo shirt, busting out of it, heart bursting out of my chest. What is it with these straight kids in middle school that they have the confidence that like I could never even capture in one pinky? Oh, I, Andrew, I was shitting my <laughs> shitting my cargo shorts. He's punching as he walks up to me. He's like, I heard you're talking to my girl. You're like, we, what do you mean? I literally, like, so as you can imagine in this situation for me, <laughs> I am like, oh, like, this is how I die. Like, I die being a fucking faggot. Like, I wanted <laughs> to just hang out with the girls and now I'm caught up in this beef. <laughs> but at the same time, for a closeted middle schooler, I'm like, this is really good for oh, me. Oh, of course. This is amazing PR. Because if I get beat up for stealing girlfriend yeah i'm locked in for at least two more years yep. straight like i yep. am done xavier <laughs> so now who i haven't spoken to since maybe first grade is coming to my defense he's like you have the wrong joe it's not this joe he's like you better get the fuck out of here i'm like <laughs> like i was just like gonna go home and play webkins and now i'm like literally being cornered in the hallway gonna get beat you better up. get the fuck out of here he's like you have the wrong joe it's not this joe Jenna arrives, pushes me out of the way. She's like, what are you doing? I, at this point, flee. I run. Oh, yeah. I run through the sixth grade hallway and get out. And, and my mom picks me up. And she's like, why are you acting like that? I'm like, I'm fine. Nothing happened. What do you mean? She's like, what, what, what happened? So I have to tell my mom. I tell my mom. She says, wrong Joe. She goes, I have a feeling I know who the Joe is. I know who the other Joe is that's caught up in this situation. She calls that Joe's mom. Lo and behold, of course it's that Joe. Of course we all have religion that night. Except for But Jenna, Xavier, Joe. We're all sitting in the religion hallway before class starts. Everyone's cornering me being like, what You're happened doing in the school? Active contrition. What happened in school today? Like, like it's going to beat you up. Like, everyone's here talking about it. I'm like, you guys, like, I didn't do anything. Like, it is not me. And Xavier is now explaining the whole story. He's like, I got side of the story he heard that jenna broke up with him because he was talking to this guy joe he doesn't know you he knows that you're joe he doesn't know the other joe so he thinks it's you i am now like <laughs> i'm gonna kill myself like i can't go to school tomorrow because what now i told my mom who was told this mom who is now talking to the principal i can't imagine a world where your mother isn't actually so sick to her oh stomach. she's sobbing she's of course she's, she's thinking that her son is gonna beat the hell get stabbed because everyone knows he's the stabber. He's the school stabber. So I, everyone thinks I'm getting stabbed. But it's too late. The deed is done. He knows it's not me, but my mom knows. And she's going to the principal. Which is it's almost worse. Worse. It's, it's worse. worse. So I enter school and my uncle brings me to school the next day. My Did he come with a baseball bat? There was a baseball bat in the car just in case. He walks me into school. I go to school. I go to class. I'm sitting in Miss <gasps> Cashin's class. Announcement on the entire school speakers. Joe Hedges to the dean's office. Joe Hedges to, to the, the dean's, dean's office. office. And you know what sucks about that? It was on the loudspeaker to your room, though, right? Yes. Okay, so everybody in your class knows. The worst one is when the announcement to the happened whole, in the whole school. But I'm walking down to that dean's office, and this is like, no. I'm going home and I'm writing Webkin's fan fiction. Like, I don't belong mm -hmm. here. Like, mm -hmm. I've done nothing. Like, I don't get myself involved in shit like this. I'm in middle school. You were sweet. I walk in the dean's office i walk past my mother 
Joe's mother, <laughs> who were standing in the hallway with Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I walked past them. I don't even look them in the eyes. I act like I have no idea who they are. I walk into the dean's office. It's me, Joe, and What happened next, I genuinely think I blacked it out. Yeah, I think what had happened was Joe and were pretty familiar with the dean you know yeah i'm kind of third party bystander and i yeah. think that the dean understood this as well so i think they had a conversation before they called me in mm-hmm. so they had already squashed their beef and i think the dean was like we gotta call this freaking because he thinks he's gonna get murdered so they brought me in and everyone cleared the air i was i was off scot-free i think i shook hand i went back to english class feeling a sense of relief that you weren't the Joe. But, I mean, you can't be... You can't have... I think that you probably were a different Joe before, and then you became a different Joe after you going through that. that well, like I was that. like, I'm a badass now. Yeah, you're I a steal, badass. I steal girlfriends. Next week, you're like... I'm like... You're coming towards Andrew, me with like this. you didn't say thank you for the Panera cookie. Yeah, I would have beat you up. That was, but those those experiences were the worst when those you got you. called to the principal's office. Well, were I you getting called? called? Were you were you being the problem? No, I wasn't being the problem. I had a, I had a bully in sixth grade. Well, I had a few bullies. When they in were life. stealing your lunch money. Well, that was that was one of them. The other one though, Ian, I'll never forget. He was a year older. He was in seventh Ian grade. Armitage. I was in maybe. I was in. I was like Sheldon. maybe. It's, it's yeah, Sheldon. Yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. That's the what actually. <laughs> sixth grade, I was in. Um, lunch and it was during recess and he was always kind of like picking on me here and there and then one day he goes what if I told you I'm gonna fuck your mom Joe Joe (laughs) did you start sobbing yes I I started sobbing hysterically I was like what do you mean you're gonna fuck my mom like that's not even funny like that's so fucked up like I'm in sixth grade what do I do? I go home and I tell my mom. Right. I'm like, there's this guy bullying me. She's like, what is he saying? And then he said, he's going to fuck my mom. Like, And she was like, oh, absolutely not. So then next day, she's at the principal's office. I get called down. Now I'm in the principal's office with Ian. With the fucker. The man who with wants the motherfucker. To, the motherfucker, literally. And we had to go through it. And the principal was like, what, what was he saying? And I was like. You couldn't say it. He he was saying to me that he um is he's gonna fuck my mom, and the principal like I remember Luis Pena he chuckled a little bit. He was <laughs> like he was like Ian that's that's really not okay. Like you can never say that again. Blah blah blah. And then I'll just never forget like seeing him made me so scared and so sick. Like it wasn't like he was gonna do anything to me, but I Nobody felt he was gonna fuck your. But mom. I was violated. That was violating. He was going to fuck my mom. In retrospect, though. But now I'm like... It's like, what if... like, Yeah, no, felt no. so threatened. In that moment, yeah, I'd be, I'd be hysterically sobbing yeah. as well. But it's like... Should a sixth grader not be able to take that and be like, not if I fuck your mom first? You know that's what, what I'm saying. Like, even when, when Garrett's walking towards you with the fist... Well, that's you. But violent. obviously, you didn't realize, you didn't realize that you weren't shank. not the right joke. Yeah, he could have a shank. But it's, it's, it's not being like that little baby to be like... Scared. It's like, what's up? Like, what what are you doing here? What's happening? Well, here? I know it's like when your are He's not gonna you. swing. If he's gonna if swing, he swung, that's. But what if he swung? Then you swing right back, Joe. Andrew, you think I could swing? I couldn't even. I couldn't even like. Then what could you do? Kick him locker. in the balls. That's the easiest way to go. 
Then he's on the floor. This is, you sound like my uncle you talking kick to him in the that head. day. He was like, if he comes at you, kick him in the balls. Of exactly. No. Always. No. You're not violent. I get it. But if you need to if you needed to do self-defense, my dad's always trying to get me in self-defense if you were, courses. To this day. To this day. Your dad is trying to get you in self-defense courses to this day. To this day. Well, he's trying to get me to go to boxing, and I'll tell you one thing about the boxing, and I, I might have mentioned it on the podcast, but it's scary. You release no in eleventh grade, my dad brought me to a a, a boxing. He to get into what boxing. What do you mean? Oh, okay, like I haven't told the story. No. Okay, great. So <laughs> this is a this is a weird episode. I'm it's a weird episode. It. We're going all over the place. My dad, growing up, was a boxer, and he doesn't live that down. He's like, I used to be in the ring, and I'm like, okay, great, that's amazing. But is for listeners' perspective. A perfect impression of Andrew's dad. Yeah. So he used to be in the ring. And in high school, he brought me to one of his friend's house who was like an older man. And I went to the basement of this man's house. And there was a a, a big punching bag, a little like whatever that is. You went to, I'm sorry. I blacked out a little bit. You went to someone's basement. Basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at this point, I'm like 11th grade. Like I'm but you're, used, you're always going to someone's basement. I'm always going to someone's basement. And I'm always like doing a different thing, whether it's bagpipes, boxing, right. French horn, lacrosse. And... He, we do the workout, we do the boxing workout. He takes one look at me and he goes, Not gonna work. It's not gonna work. What? Honestly, it's not gonna work. You're too fat. You're too fat. Joe, he said to me, I was too fat to box. I was like, Too, too fat, fat to, box. to box. And then I, my dad wasn't there. And then he came back to pick me up because my dad left me. Were you with shaking this up? Man. I was shaking up. Obviously, your dad, dad left you in the basement with this man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I definitely like always with good intentions. He always like dropped me he off. He was always dropping. But like I was always being dropped off with these men who were like my lacrosse trainer or my French horn teacher or whatever, and they were always like older men that were like scary. But this one was the worst one because he didn't even know me, and he said I was too fat to box. He said you're too fat verbatim. Joe, he said I was too fat verbatim. Too fat verbatim. He said lose a few, lose a few. Well, here it's changing now. What lose, did he say? Well, too fat. Lose a few. Which one? Both. Both, Joe. I had to lose a few to box. So now I do believe that when I do go boxing, it's like I feel rage, but I know like Are now you I'm punching quick. him. In your head. He's he's your Jennifer Coolidge. He's been dead. He died. He, he passed died. away. Yeah, he died. Or, or, well. Now, now who's laughing we're talking about a lot of dead people today. we're talking about a lot of dead <laughs> it's like adults who've scorned us episode actually <laughs> is what's <laughs> happening um <laughs> while sprinkling it sprinkling in different shows sorry to bring up too fat i'm sorry to keep going please there. bring up too weren't you didn't you have an issue didn't you go to a personal trainer on in farmingdale one time oh in 10th grade was that 10th grade 10th grade at was... la fitness no 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 no. Oh, i guess you also did that but can you hear about that one <laughs> no i don't think so oh, i'll talk about that because i was also too fat when you were well that's wasn't this also the story when you did the training in farmingdale oh no that was you have the wrong place you're thinking about the place by white castle there was there was a gym that was in a gymnastic studio by white castle and you I were going, going there to. i was going there weren't you also it wasn't that I was too fat for that one. He was just calling a spade a spade and he weighed me and then went through the full entire report and was like, you're, you're really unhealthy and you need to lose a lot of weight. And that's fine. Like I couldn't take that one either, but at least like he was coming at it from like a professional, a, a standpoint. professional standpoint. So in 10th grade, you went to a personal well, trainer. Yeah. In 10th grade, I went to a personal trainer just because I kind of was like, I need to figure this one out. And I was ready in every sport known to man, but. Let's go to LA Fitness and let's go to the personal trainer. So 
I'm 16 years old. I'm walking to this LA Fitness. Wait, his name was also Ian. That's kind of crazy. Your it's the hus- episode of your future husband's, husband's name, name is, is Ian. Ian. He was about 5'3 on a good day, which is fine. We were about the same height at the time. He was this big meathead. Stop. I have a good story. After and this. he was training me. But he, the thing is about a personal trainer now being a personal trainer, it's like if you know that that person can't do 25 push-ups, don't have them, don't have them yeah. do 25 push-ups. But it would be like I would be doing the push-ups and I would give up because I couldn't do the 25 push-ups. It's like, keep going. Come on. Don't stop. It was very much that. So then it got to a point I would get through the 30-minute fucking training and he would go, go on the Stairmaster for 30 minutes. I did it for the first time. The second time I was like, No. I just did the personal training session for 30 minutes. You want me to go in the Stairmaster for 30 minutes? I have homework. So I was like, can I do 15 minutes? And then he would be like, come on. No, do the 30 minutes. You want to lose weight? You want to lose weight? Do the 30 minutes. Did you go with the intention to lose weight? I mean, like, I definitely went with the intention. Like, I'm like slim. <laughs> right, right, right. Just and then I got to down. the third session. He quit. <laughs> 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 He quit. No. He said, I'm so sorry. This isn't going to work out. He this said, isn't going to work out. Was it your nasty behavior? He broke up with me. He was saying that I was unwilling to do what he was telling me to do. What were you willing? I needed someone who was going to uplift and inspire me and not bring me down, beat me down. Tell me if I want to lose weight, I better do 25 push-ups. I was 16. Why have you been through these things? Like, <laughs> Why been... are you... Always in such an insane situation. Absolutely. I can't even think of one situation I've ever been in that Mm-mm. comes remotely close to every situation you have ever been in. Like, I've probably been in like 12 situations where straight men have looked at me and said I'm either too fat or they quit on me because I, I can't I can't do it to them. Or they give up on me. So what so. was your favorite TLC show? <laughs> My favorite TLC show, Four Weddings. Over it. I'm over it. I know. We're over it. But like that was that, your favorite? TLC show? Bring them up. Good children to the guidance office. How are you? Actually doing pretty well. I know that I say that like in two days ago, I was definitely like face in a couch like crying. crying. But. Call it a manic episode. I feel amazing this week. What did I say to you at the train? What did I say to you at the train? I don't remember. I said something like, isn't it good to be alive? Or like, what what a week it's been. Something positive. And I I remember I needed it. And I think you did too. I don't remember anything about that. Hey, Joe and Andrew. I just tried to call and I totally messed up the first question by talking way too long. So I'm just going to try again really fast. Basically, my roommate, like, totally abandoned me at a wedding the other day. And I really just want to know when your friendships and acquaintances, it's like, how many times do you let somebody mistreat you and to what degree before you decide that, okay, like, this isn't them just, like, messing up. Like, this is them just, like, continuously treating me badly. Um, I guess so that's my question. Uh, Like, how long, how many... Like, how many times do you let somebody do that to you? Like, I really want to give this friend the benefit of the doubt, but also she's shown me several times that she doesn't care about how I feel and, like, doesn't care about supporting me after I have been there for her and supported her in many ways, and she just doesn't reciprocate. So I guess 
that's my question is, yeah, how do you decide that? How long do you go? How many times do you let somebody do something like that and just say friends? Yeah. Thank you so much. Love the podcast. Love you guys. Yeah. Bye-bye. Oh, first of all, I'm sorry. Yeah, that sucks. And it also what? sucks that you're roommates. That really definitely it complicates sucks that it. you're roommates. And like we've both been in situations like that. But oh, this strikes a chord. I would say this message is striking a, a very present chord. This message definitely strikes a chord for sure. But listening to somebody ask the question is different than like whether I've experienced or not because you. It should never be how many times. How many times? I know. But we both are in that situation. I know. And it is how many times. It is how many times because you always want to give your friend the benefit of the doubt and you want to be like, oh, but there were those great moments together that I really enjoyed. So you hold right. and, and you can justify it. You're like, well, this is like, I know they're shit. Like they're trying to get through shit. Like I, you know, like we've been there for so long. But when that person continually lets yeah. you down. Yeah, no continually disappoints you as you said like does not put in the effort that you're putting in to be a friend and to support them it's 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 just time to go and i think okay and i i really i'm it's important to be communicative in these situations and it's hard yeah but if you're living with this person you do need to have a conversation and it doesn't need to be an open conversation it just needs to be how you're feeling and you can have a decision made but it has to be like a I don't appreciate how you've been treating me. I feel like I put in all this effort, blah, 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 and it's not reciprocated. So going forward, like, if you're going to live together, you can live together, but you're not going to you're not gonna be the best friends because if you're going to constantly experiencing being let down, that's never a good feeling. And it's not yeah. how many times. Not how many times. Yeah. When is enough enough? When is enough enough? I do think there needs to be a conversation. There needs to be a conversation. There needs to be a conversation. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, God. Let's eat. Let's eat. Ooh. Ooh. Should we stop doing it? Yeah, I think we need to stop doing it. Good, Good children, children to the cafeteria. Does that feel better? I kind of feel like it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's kind of been brutal out here. We have um, we have like one Taco Bell item each because we're on a diet. <laughs> and that have, it's that we have a four course meal coming after this. So but I decided to get the bacon and the steak, steak and bacon, bacon grilled cheese burrito that you've been talking to me. About. And I'm having the nacho bel grande. So the diet I haven't had oh, this. She burst it. I mean the the, the burrito's bursting. <gasps> and it'll flip. Oh, oh my them. god. Show them that. You guys are gonna lose it. Don't scream. Holy holy crap. crap. Holy crap. It smells insane, Joe. I can't believe you said we're on a diet as I look at what I'm about to eat. Oh. Oh wow. Is there a spice to it? I don't remember. Mm-mm. I just simply taste like bacon. Are there potatoes in this? Yeah. You put potatoes in this? Me? Yeah. There are. I would love to get behind the behind the counter at Taco Bell. Like that's always been a dream. The like guns they use to squirt sour cream. I would like to squirt that everywhere, all over my body. Yeah. Weird. Maybe. Mm. I haven't had a nacho bel grande in years. 
are the chips soggy? They're soaking wet. They look so soggy. Joe, it's inedible. I just need a fork. Why do they do that? Too many beans. Oh, my God. Oh, I see what you mean. The pull. The bean pull. Mm. This is kind of revolutionary. Taco Bell is always doing it right. Like, except... Except for the E. coli outbreak, Taco Bell has never made a mistake. Are you sure? I mean, with the flavors, for sure. With the temperature they serve the food out sometimes. Cold or hot? Cold. Lukewarm. That's Soggy not, chip. That's not their fault. Wrong order. That's not their fault. They're doing the best they can. The temperature is typically... I never... You can't Uber Eats Taco Bell. You can't. You can't Uber Eats Taco Bell because it'll always come cold. It's one of those foods that's fleeting. It's like, if you don't eat it immediately, you should throw it out. It's like sweet green and dig when they're like, you, this is made to eat within 20 minutes. And if you don't eat it within, then you should not eat it. I think that, and I hate to bring their name you up. You can't do the camera. You're hiding. I hate to bring their name up. Moe's. Tacombi. Because Tacombi is supposed to be trying to be in the same market as Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. But to your point of Taco Bell, yes, they have cantinas now and people sit in them, but it is, it should be almost immediately upon serving, you should eat it. So more people should be sitting in the Taco Bells. And more the experience people. of dining in a Taco Bell as like a child, nothing beat it. The food no. tasted better. When your parents are like, we're naturally not on, a go- on the go right now. We're going to stop in Taco Bell. Yeah, game over. Unlimited um, options for sauces. Yep. I love being in... I've never had a bad experience inside of a Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. It always feels like home. And remember the game? Be aware of your face in the camera. And get, like, further Listen, back. they don't need to see me all the time. They just I saw me for 45 minutes. I wanted to see you. Anyways. The game. When you put the coin in, and the you water, have to get it to all... Two. Oh. Remember the water one? I do remember the water one. You were like winning a taco. Yeah. If you won. And then the other one, yeah, the other one was you like ever win? spun. I won it one time when you would spin it, right? And you would try to get it to land on something. That was that was worth going to Taco Bell for they that. They really alone. did like appreciate fun in Taco Bell. What happened? They lost it. This looks. They lost the fun. Look at that. We lost the fun. Maybe we should be in charge of team morale at Taco Bell. I, they make a good burrito. But do you like their steak? No. Like, that's... Like, their steak is chewy. It doesn't feel real. Their ground beef? Amazing. Some of the best beef in the country. But I would say that the steak... Shouldn't pass FDA's approval. Does it? Well, it might not. It's not grade A, I can tell you that. It's probably grade C beef. And sometimes... Sometimes we just need a passing grade. If you were a cow, oh my god, I'd be the fat. I'd be the fattest cow. Bye. <laughs> I wasn't gonna ask that. What were you gonna ask? I was gonna say, and you were slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Well, chopped up, shipped out. They slap grade B on your beef. How would you feel? 
if if a ugly ass man what who didn't know my business was to slap a grade B beef on my package he can rot in hell I honestly don't know if they actually were giving grade I think just grade A is just like I don't think it's like you're getting grades for your beef but I do love a world where cows were being graded you're getting an A minus because it was weighted Mm. how did weighting work when grades were weighted how did that work oh it was like curved like Oh, my, yeah, my grades were like weighted like it was like 1.1. It was like 10%. What does that mean? So that means if I got 100, I got 110. Why? Because normally it was like for honors classes. But so like, like the weight was, it pulled more weight than a regular class. But why? I, I can't I can't imagine. But why? Some smarter, because they're smarter. But it doesn't make any sense. If you're in an honors class. They're harder. You're signing up for a more difficult class. Why are you getting an advantage if you're getting a better grade? You should be getting that grade. You should be. Also, I'll say one thing. St. Anthony's was not doing that. that was, they were absolutely not. Well, I mean, did nothing. What? You graduated with 104. That's, so a, that's, not a real, that's not a real thing. That pisses me off. And I can never understand. I don't understand it. Who decides the curve? Well, it's always 10%. And at our school. The fact that I was graduating with over 100 and it was never good enough. I was like, if I got a 101, I'd be dead. I needed the 103 plus. Because <laughs> it was out of 110. Like, but not every grade I got was, was weighted. I just wanted a 75 or above. I was going for 103.5. <laughs> <laughs> and look at where we ended up. Doesn't that suck? In Joe's mom's car eating Taco, <laughs> Taco Bell. Bell at 3 o'clock on a Tuesday. Yeah. Look at that bite. Want a bite? You're kidding. Uh-huh. Thank you. Just want a little bit in Oh, whoa. <laughs> you know what? Kind of a good decision to get this. You know I what? love a nacho. They season that meat perfectly. I would love to learn how to season the meat like that. Well, I can teach you how to season meat. I hate when I shave my face. You look so good. You think mm-hmm. so? I it was just makes thinking me that. Sick. I can't even look at myself in the camera. Show us. I actually that's why I've been sneaking out of the frame. Show us. You look so good. Thank you. Your lip filler that you just got yesterday looks like fresh and natural. Right. I didn't I skipped on um, Botox this week for my forehead. Well, but next week, I know. Well, next week, I have to get it again. I have to get um, 200 units. It's either like the normal amount or... Or like so much that... Like 200 times the normal amount. <laughs> I was at an event this week. And I was looking around. And I'm not trying to shame anyone for what they do to themselves. It looked like fucking, like, I was at the Clown Academy. Like, every single person there's face was so, it was like there was a a mass allergic reaction happening at the event. You're kidding. People love to do things with their cheeks, and I'll tell you. And their lips, and it's like. Let's stop playing with God. Let's stop playing with God. God. Because when you start playing with God, and you want to become, 
doesn't always work out. Doesn't always work out. Become a priest? No. Well, when I'm saying when you want to start playing with God and you you become your own God, sometimes you lose yourself. Sister, you sister, do you believe in God? I believe there is somebody up there. Somebody? What was that? <laughs> some daddy. Some daddy. <laughs> I believe there's some, some daddy, daddy up, up there. there. I'm, what I'm happy and proud that we've just done is only order one thing. Joe, I feel amazing. That's why. Because normally I go to Taco Bell <laughs> and I have about seven items. And again, we didn't get necessarily like the lightest thing on the menu. No, but it was definitely like satiating. I definitely feel good. Mm. I'm so upset with what your mom just said. She said that Taco Bell now ranks in top five unhealthiest fast food. Why were they clump coming in at one every year for fork, healthiest? Fork found in kitchen. Likely place for it to be. I was never expecting Taco Bell to be a diet food. It's Taco Bell. Why am I surprised that it's unhealthy? And who constitutes what's unhealthy? Who decides? Do they know me? They don't know me. They don't know well, me. I want a chicken cutlet. Okay, but I should see if my dad will drive us back tonight. Yeah, that would be amazing. Dude, that would be insane. Cleared it. Cleared it. All right, I'm, I'm feeling good. Gone. Well, back to the studio. Back to the stewed. Ooh. Ooh. I needed something to satiate my body for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy that we're doing this on an empty stomach. That was the TLC I needed. Well, it was kind of. Well, it was it definitely was kind- the tea I needed. It was definitely the see you later I needed. It was definitely the L's. We took a lot of L's. <laughs> um, and thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. You know exactly what to do. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, review. Spread the good word to your friends. The whole thing. And um, join us on Patreon for an exclusive bonus episode every single Friday. Video and audio. And a chat that does not stop popping off. Doesn't stop popping off. And you know where to find us. At Good Children Pod across all platforms on Instagram at Andrew Muscarella, on TikTok at Andrew underscore Muskie, on Instagram at mm-hmm. Joe Hedges, and on TikTok at Be Quiet Joe. Are you on TikTok? I'm definitely there. I'm definitely, my face is definitely on it. I'm on it. Am I on it? In another life, I would make you stay. So I don't have to say you were the one that got away, the one that got away, the one, the one, the one, the one, the one that got away. I can't imagine being Katy Perry and having to sing that on tour. Like, I can't imagine being, being Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. God. <laughs>